This is Puck Year, New Zealand's home of hockey and official podcast of the NZIHL. Join us each week as hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury talk to the players, the fans, filmmakers and everyone in between who make the hockey world such an interesting place. Now it's not often, Joe, that we get to, I guess, look at the past uh, with New Zealand ice hockey. We kind of look more to the, well, the recent past and obviously the present and then looking ahead uh, with what's happening with the NZHL um, and like the national teams um, going forward. But uh, I had the opportunity to talk to Corey Down, who was an ice black a few years ago, so was a captain. One of the uh, one of the more iconic and... Um prestigious captains, I guess, in Ice Black history? Well, as not many would have the title of G-Mote. Mm. Obviously, <laughs> if you kind of figure that out, that stands for greatest moldy of all time. Um, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, Joe, you're not in on this interview. No, this is when you were um, you were uh, on your Info Ice Hockey Classic media tour across the country, going from hotel bar to hotel bar. That wasn't me. <laughs> that was some other guy. That was definitely not me. I, I'm a bit more professional than that. I'm just working all the time. Uh, but yeah, uh, I got to go down to Wellington. I spent the day um, there. Got to check out Westpac Stadium. It's the first time I've been there. Um, I don't really actually get to go down to Wellington very often. I'm pretty sure the last time was a few years ago uh, to see Silverstein play at a, at a little bar. I think it might have been... I actually can't remember the name of the bar. Um, but yeah, I don't get to go very often and the whole traffic situation with wellington confuses the hell out of me with all the one-way streets and a lot of one-way streets a lot of uh, places where you can't if you go down you end up in lower hut <laughs> when you're just trying to go to the city <laughs> yeah. you can't come back you're up you're in you're, gone. you're in um you're in waikanae and there's no way coming back <laughs> you might as well just keep going to talpa at this point yeah. uh but yeah i got to spend the day at the stadium beautiful stadium um and yeah sat down uh in the hotel with Corey down to talk about his return to the ice Corey, thanks for coming on to puck here mate it's really great to have a bit of an ice blacks legend on the show oh it's, it's my pleasure it's um yeah very excited this would be uh, your first podcast um yep yep definitely i've listened to a few but um yeah definitely my first interview <laughs> uh so Obviously, uh, we've just came from uh, Westpac Stadium and sort of like checked it out and everything and what it's going to look like uh, in a few months with the rink out there for the uh, Ice Hockey Classic. Um, how awesome is it just being there, knowing that you're going to get to walk out there uh, in front of your home crowd to play a game of hockey outside where typically like the Hurricanes and the Phoenix play? Um, yeah, I mean, just standing there, it was it was probably I was a little bit in awe in the fact that it's so quiet but yeah come that day I've only actually been on the field once and that was for a concert but yeah this time I'm going to play um, hockey there um, hopefully in, you know in front of a lot of friends um, family members um, yeah really excited actually just being there now I kind of soak in a little bit of the atmosphere and um, yeah I think it'd be a great great thing for Wellington. Yeah, great thing for Wellington uh, hockey, hopefully, because, um, I mean, it's starting to grow here. But uh, from obviously watching things like the Winter Classic on TV, did you ever think you'd get the chance to play something like that? No. I mean, the classes I've got outdoor hockey is playing, 
you know, hockey down in um, Naseby and Tikapo and things like that. But the fact that we're playing in, you know, the Premier Stadium in Wellington, yeah, it's yeah, it's awesome. It's excited. Um, yeah, you can just as I said, like I think it's it's going to be a spectacle for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Are you excited about playing against um, and playing with some of the guys that you would have led during your time as Ice Black's captain? And in doing so, do you think you've got the insider knowledge there to give uh, like the uh, NZHL all-star team an edge? Oh, I am excited. Um, definitely, I built a lot of um, bonds with a few of the players that are still on the team. Um do I have an edge or an inside? No, not really. I think the game's changed so much since I last played. Um, but, um, you know, hockey's hockey. Um, people haven't got overly, you know, they haven't got more experience, but I think they've just got faster, um, you know, than I have, especially since I haven't played. So I'm excited to see um, the game in that sense. And so uh, obviously you're retired now. How long ago has it been? Um, oh, since you last played last hockey. Played, yeah. I don't, yeah, I haven't actually retired. I've just kind of stopped playing. Um, last international game was oh, 2011. Um, and, but I did play for the uh, Swarm 2012. Unfortunately, I never played um, in the final that they won. I only played a handful of games that year um, just due to family reasons, traveling and stuff like that because I lived in Wellington for a number of those years. So, it was a bit hard to get him back. Um, I have played little odd games every there for the past couple of years, but yeah, I've I can feel I'm going to be a bit rusty. Do you feel like uh, um, since obviously since hanging up the skates, do you feel like the Ice Blacks? Do you think they're in a better position now than say when you joined the team? Um, it's hard to say. I I feel that um, the team itself. Um, could be better um, in the sense a lot of the teams that they're playing, they're playing them over and over again. Um, back when I played, um, you know, you were in each division, there was definitely two um, teams that dropped down from the division above. There were two teams that were always kind of there and um, the bottom two teams were fighting relegation. Um, now, I mean, I believe they should be in the next pull-up. Um, they sh they're kind of dwelling on a lower division where they should be, but um, they should be up just looking at the other teams that you used to play. Um, but, yeah, it would need a lot of work, um, obviously, to get there and hope they can do it this year. Yeah, I do too. And, like, I mean, obviously, I've talking, we've talking to them on uh, Pakia. I interviewed a few of the guys on uh, Krakow's Wild as well. Um, and Anatoly, then you hear coach, like their whole thing is that within the next two years, they want to get up. But they're pretty confident that they could even do it this year. And I think when you, you know, when you look back at, say, the Winter Games um, last year against Australia, uh, who obviously in the next tier up, very competitive. Uh, you know, a couple of bounces the other way, they could have quite easily beaten them. So um, how do you feel uh, with the Winter Games? Do you think, because we're now going to be playing them every year, do you think that's going to really help push them to that next level? Um, yeah, I think it's a positive. Um, I mean, Aussie, um, I mean, the boys just definitely have to get a few wins over Aussie um, just to show that they can be competitive with that division up. Um yeah, I mean, sometimes I just feel Aussie take New Zealand for a bit. Um, 
you know, in the sense that oh, they don't take us seriously. But I think if the boys can keep on winning um, like they did like last year and they push them to, um, you know, in I think game three, um, you know, they've just got to keep doing that and Aussie will be starting to take New Zealand a bit more seriously and then I think we'll start getting more competitive. But I think it's great. I mean, back in my day, I mean, Aussie would never want to play us and, and <laughs> you know, it was just unfortunate because they're our closest neighbour and they're the only way we're going to get better. Yeah, that's Australia, if you're listening, that's bullshit. You never take New Zealand lightly uh, because look at all your other teams. Um, do you think Do you think Australian ice hockey, do you think they could find a way to cheat with sandpaper somehow like the cricket team? Oh, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what it could be. Like, I mean... I don't know. Do you do something with the skates? Do you do something to the puck? Or yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't think of anything. I mean, yeah, I couldn't think of anything really. <laughs> I hope Australia don't either. Don't get any ideas, guys. Um, so obviously, being one of the few players of uh, of uh, Maldi descent, um, you know, to put on the black jersey in ice hockey, do you hope that uh, with your involvement with the ice hockey classic? That that's going to inspire like other young Maori kids that might come down and watch the game to maybe pick the sport over like rugby or basketball. Um, yeah, um, I mean when I was, I mean definitely when I was growing up, there weren't too many um, role models. So there were a couple, um, but you know if you could just get them involved in a sport and tell them like, hey, look, you can hit you know anything you want as hard as you want. I think they'd like, oh, yeah, that's the kind of sport I, I want to play. Um, you know, because that's, I mean, unfortunately, I was never like that. I mean, I was the softest person out there. But <laughs> there are, um, there are, you know, young little Māori kids out there and, you know, even Pacific Islander kids that just, if you could just tell them, like, there's a sport where you can hit anything as hard as you want, you know, and not be told off or sent <laughs> off or anything, they'll be like, yeah, I want to start playing that sport. I mean, obviously in reason. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, obviously we're not going to hit the heads. But, um, you know, just, I, that's what I said, you know, they – you love being rough and all that, and if you could just, you know, give that, give the sport of ice hockey to them, I think they'd be like, oh yeah, no, I want this more often. Maybe it's, it's like uh, like rugby league on skates, almost, you know. But like, uh, actually, last year, because obviously New Zealand hosted the WHF um, Worlds, uh, out in Botany. And I uh, went to a lot of the games there, and obviously there were a lot of people there that had never seen a game before. And uh, there were like obviously like a few Maori kids sort of sitting up front row, and they'd be they're getting so into it purely because of the physicality, and they're like, "Yeah, hit him, fuck him up, do it, do it!" Like you're gonna be like that. Oh yeah, I mean my my father's the exact same. Like he used to come to games, and he'd just be like, "Why aren't you hitting him? Like this is ridiculous, you know? You used to play rugby league and hit things, and I'm just like, well, I'm a bit softer now, and <laughs> I, I bounce a lot more. But yeah, no, nah, there's definitely some solid kids out there." To be fair, there is one photo uh, I've seen where you are laying a check, so it is possible. Oh yeah, I, uh, I probably in my my first few years, I used to love hitting people because I was just like, the first that was the only way I used to be able to stop. So um, <laughs> that was the only way I thought, okay, I'll just hit everything I did. And then um, it probably went to my latter years where I started um, stop hitting because I was just like, man, I'm starting to get hurt more often now. So um, yeah, I've 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 hit a couple of people in my lifetime. <laughs> It's funny because I, I remember a while ago reading an interview you did uh, with the WHF and you meant you mentioned that you you'd think that more uh, like yeah Maori and Pacific Islander kids would get into it purely because of that physicality. So you obviously still believe in that. So yeah, I guess hopefully a lot of those kids come down and um, 
because, you know, he'll grow the game and everything. Any chance uh, that we could see a hucker on the ice for the Ice Hockey Classic? Oh, not from me. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, when, when we used to live for the Ice Packs, I only actually, I led it once um, when we played Australia and back in 2008. Uh, the thing is, I was so revved up, I couldn't even play the first couple of shifts because I was so anxious and I was just, I had to sit down and have a breather. Um, yeah, I think... I think it was great for the sport, but then at the same time, I think it took a lot of the focus away. Um, some of the guys who weren't comfortable in doing it, um, you know, they were war- more worried about the hucker than they were hockey. So, um, you know, in some sense, I'm glad they don't do it anymore um, because now the guys can focus on it. And we do have a lot of foreigners in the teams now, and they're kind of like, what is this foreign thing that we're yeah, doing? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I mean, are we going to see it at the game? I don't know, maybe from the Ice Blacks, but uh, unfortunately not from me. <laughs> uh, yeah, when you say that about like um, you know foreigners that now make the New Zealand team, I'm just trying to imagine uh, Chaba Junior or Stefan Helmerson, you know, freaking big Swedish dude doing the haka. That would be amazing. It'd be like Thor doing the haka. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's even the same as like say basketball players. They're so tall and lanky. I talked to. Um, one basketball player and he just said it just looks weird because we're just tall lanky guys doing it and I said you know in ice hockey it's funny because we get to make a lot of noise um but yeah I mean I my most memorable haka we did was definitely against Ireland um they turned their backs on us we did the haka I mean the only thing is it got us all revved up and we just wanted to go out there and kill everything and I think probably in the first period they led the game about two nil or something but we were so amped up, you know, we knew we had it kind of in the bag. But, um, yeah, that kind of that disrespect that we had, it fired everyone up at that time and um, it was awesome to see. Yeah, historically speaking, uh, never a good idea to turn your back on the haka. Um, I can't remember who in rugby, who was it? Was it, was it France or was it Australia that did it? I remember, no, no, they didn't turn their back. They kind of like walked up as they did the haka and they like stood face to face. I want to say it was Australia. And I remember when, when I was a kid and it was like, that was an amazing moment. So I'm glad you guys sort of took it to Ireland there. Um, going to like the like the NZHL now, obviously you played a lot with the uh, the Botany Swarm there. Um, do you still keep in touch with, with the old club? Um, no, not really. Um, just due to, um, you know, me living in Wellington now, I kind of watch, still watch a little bit. Um, still keep in touch with a lot of um, the guys that either – just play on the fringe or took up coaching now or players that I used to play with. But, um, yeah, I kind of only actually watched the odd game because um, I actually did play for three clubs. Uh, it's quite amusing. I played for um, Swarm, then went down to Stampede, then Admirals, and I went back to um, Swarm because I wanted to win a championship. And I was starting to get a bit long in the tooth, and I thought they were the only ones that were going to get it for me at that time. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I mean, you know, when you come into like, you know, your end of your career, people would do that. I wouldn't hold that against you personally. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it was, um, it was funny because I always said, you know, like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll never go back to Swarm. You know, it was one ice black trip or something when we went to Estonia. I was telling the boys, no, nope, never, never go back. And then about two months later, I was on the phone to uh, Andy Kaiser at the time and, you know, pretty much groveling if I can get back in the team. <laughs> uh, obviously, he let you. <laughs> I mean, Andreas is a good dude. Um, speaking of uh, coaches now, uh, Botany Swarm, they've kind of done um, a bit of cleaning house is probably not the right term. But uh, there's quite a few changes going on there this year. Uh, one of them, new head coach is uh, Ian Wanamaker, who you must have 
played with a bit in the time. Uh, how do you feel about him taking on a coaching role there? Um, yeah, I, I played a lot of my hockey with um, Ian, um, either internationally and with Swarm. Um, he was awesome. He was one of those, um, I mean, the year that we, that my first year that I returned, I was actually on the line with him and just unbelievable player. You can kind of give him the puck and he'll do something with it. Um, coaching wise, I mean, I can't imagine he's that old that he has to stop playing and still no, coach. He can still play. <laughs> he can still play. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's good. It's I mean, if you've got that ability where he is just now a coach, it's what teams need now. It's so hard to have player coaches mm. come in. I mean, coaches go on, they make a mistake, and they come off and they yell at everyone, and <laughs> people, people are kind of looking at you like, man, you did the same thing. But, I mean, yeah, he has a lot of hockey knowledge, um, and it's, uh, it's awesome to see, and good luck to him. Yeah, he most definitely can still play. Uh, plays in the um, the backyard hockey league. Uh, I can't remember if he plays with my co-host. No, I think he does. So um, he kind of helps. He makes Joe look very good. So I was any team that Ian plays for, you know, they're going to be better for it. So I mean, personally, I hope that the Swarm do better because obviously it's been rough for a few years. But you also done coaching as well. Um, was it with the Ice Ferns? Um, yeah, coached the Ice Ferns for. Uh, um, think four campaigns um yeah it was a great experience it was kind of um I did it my last year of playing for the Ice Blacks I did my first year coaching um which was a bit hard I actually um we actually managed to get the tournament in Iceland moved back a week so I could coach one week and then fly straight to Aussie and play um the week later unfortunately I missed all of training camp so um, it was hard for me to kind of catch up with the boys at um, just skill wise because I'd missed out on two weeks of training camp um, yeah the next year um, we were up in the high division because we won in Iceland and we kind of continued that success um, yeah I probably um, I, I did stop coaching unfortunately I probably ran out of ideas for the team and it was someone else to take over um, it's just unfortunate that they've dropped down a level. Again, um, a team that I see belongs in the division above what they are currently now. Um, but it is one of those things that um, some of the older players just got to take more of the reins and think, yeah, we need to be there and, you know, and mentor the other younger players. Next year, ladies. I reckon next year because um, they – they did look really good. Uh, I don't know if you got to saw much of their tournament. We were posting highlights uh, on our Facebook page, but their power play was clicking. So I reckon next year for sure. Um, but do you still do any coaching at all on any level or are you just sort of like taking a step back completely from the game? Um, do the odd bit of, um, say, coaching, mentoring, um, either or even just coaching a little bit for inline hockey down here. Um, that's all that we have in Wellington, just inline hockey. So um, every so often a coach might ask me to uh, make an appearance. Um, I'll try and commit as much time as possible. Um, but, yeah, it's hard trying to, um, you know, to give some knowledge in one session or something or even two sessions Um yeah, it's just not enough, and I'd, I'd like to get back into it, and hopefully I can. So why, um, obviously, you you started doing coaching while you were still with the Ice Blacks. Uh, so what inspired you to even start coaching? Um, yeah, well, just, I mean, with the Ice Ferns, they kind of, they were short of a coach that year, and, um, you know, I stuck my hand up. It was quite, it was a bit of a joke at the time, and I said, yeah, yeah, I'll coach them. And um, at the time, Jeff Manazzo, who was the current head coach for the Ice Blacks um, pushed me. Um, I kind of, when he said, offered it kind of 
yeah, look, you know, they need a coach. This is where they're going. I was, I jumped on board. Um, a lot of the players um, I knew um, just through inline hockey, um, ice hockey and stuff like that. So it made that transition a lot easier. And also um, allowing, I had a, um, Simon Wilson was the assistant coach at the time. So he, um, it was it was great with his knowledge. Um, I grew up playing with him, um, playing hockey. So yeah, he helped with everything. So I yeah, we loved it. Um, but same thing, he moved away. So we got new coaches on. Um, um, Angelique Mawson loved being, you know, having her as coach because she had huge experience. And um, I mean, even in our last year, we even got her to play one of the games because we had some injuries in the tournament. She jumped on the ice for one game. So that was awesome to see. Uh, now, now that you're away from hockey, so what do you uh, what do you actually do? You know, with your time, what do you kind of do as a living? Um, well, uh, so I'm right at this moment. I'm taking this subject. Currently unemployed until Sunday, where I go to um, um, police college, be employed by New Zealand Police. Hey. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it's um, for the past couple of years, it's kind of taken a lot of it. Like, like oh, I can't do this because I might be doing this, or I might be going to police college there. But um, yeah, no. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping once kind of all that's done, um, my life will be in check and I'll start kind of giving more to hockey or more to sport in general. Speaking of check, uh, I wonder if you could lay a few uh, body checks on some crims. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, oh, you know, like it's quite funny because I'll be halfway through police college at the time of the game and um, it's I'm, I'm kind of thinking, well, I need some practice, so hopefully I'll get some, um, I'm hope, either hoping for annual leave the week before or I can try and get out to the rink on Sunday nights. Now, obviously, uh, with the Ice Blacks, you know, playing world champs, they often have to, you know, they travel pretty far, like the current team. Uh, they just spent a whole weekend just to get to Latvia. Um, that's pretty rough, but it's just part of the course, really, always having to go to Europe for these things. Uh, out of all the tournaments that you've played in, which trip do you remember most fondly? Uh, would be Ireland. Um, Ireland was my favourite. Um, f- food was great. Hockey was great. Um, the team was great. Um, just a mix of so many people. And I think, um, you know, the way we won that tournament, we definitely, you know, set a statement. Unfortunately, we went back, we went after division the year later, lost, but then I think that is where everything started for the team to kind of um, be where it is from there onwards um but yeah definitely um i remember ireland the most it was it was a fun i mean as i said the irish turned their backs on us in the huck and revved up all the boys we um bet south africa and stuff like that it was always good but you know that's a sort of tournament i really enjoyed is there any uh great tour stories from that trip you care to share that you don't have to name names if details are a little sketchy and might get people in trouble but is there any kind of shit goes down on the tournament where the boys have a bit of fun uh, I've got none at all no recollection of anything I mean, we, we were just real nice guys back then and you know and um, oh, the Irish people are very hospital <laughs> like the hospitality that the Irish people showed us was, was great nice. well that's it for my questions, but uh, a few of our listeners have submitted questions here, and I'm trying to block your view of it so that you don't know what's coming. Um, now, obviously, a lot of these, I think a few of them are kind of in-jokey here, but uh, so does CrossFit really make you more of a man's man, and uh, what are those calluses really from? Um, 
Yeah, I'm a terrible CrossFitter, to be honest. I just love posting pictures on Instagram, thinking that everyone making out that I'm really good at it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, I love it for fitness-wise. I mean, I think coming towards uh, the game that we've got here in Wellington, I, I don't think my fitness will be the issue. I think it's um, me playing hockey will be the issue. <laughs> Maybe you need to get to um, Seaview Gardens and have a little go on the ice to get a crack with the Wellington Seals and have some play. Oh, yeah, it, it will be on on the cards. I mean, I have to get get some get some feedback. I mean, I'll tell you, it's I even deep down I feel that I'm going to be quite hilarious to watch. But <laughs> if I can get on the ice a few times, I won't be that bad. Well, there's talk. Uh, we recently had uh, Kerry Goulet, who's the organizer. We had him on the podcast a few weeks ago, and uh, he's talking about putting me on the ice as a goalie against some of these guys. Who and I I was a goalie in field hockey. Um, growing up in Tauranga, didn't have ice, so I played field and I, I picked goalie because you had all the pads and it kind of looked like you're an ice hockey player. Um, but I, <laughs> I don't like my chances, so that also would be quite humorous. Uh, if you want to know, that was Sean Ritter, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. Uh, Taylor James Kennedy wants to know, uh, how has the leadership role uh, with the aspects helped you in your career professionally? Um, yeah, I mean, I... When I first stepped in the team, I was I was 21, didn't know anything about ice hockey, and we had, um, you know, we actually had grown men, kind of the captains and and that, and it was um, it was something to look up to um, as I kind of developed my role in the leadership um, part of the team. I knew, you know, the days of doing silly things on tour were kind of behind me, um, so. You know, I just kind of, um, I tried to be a better role model and um, there were times, you know, I did mess up and I did dumb things. But now, to be honest, I look at, I look back at now and I just go, you know, that was, that was a stupid thing I did back then. And hopefully now, um, hopefully in my new career, I've learned to listen and, um, you know, I, I don't do dumb things as much as I used to. <laughs> Well, I mean, as a cop, you got to play it pretty straight, right? Uh, now, current ice fern, uh, Hannah Shield, wants to know how many pull-ups you can do. Um, oh, I think I'm only good for about 17, Hannah. I mean, Hannah's a lovely girl. Uh, we used to have this thing um, with her that um, I think she still owes me 10 bucks if she can do uh, one pull-up. I think that 10 bucks is still safe. Um I mean, I would love to see love to see her do um, do one, and um, then I will actually give her the ten bucks. But right now, she still owes me ten bucks, and that that was going back about five years. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. I, I might have to organise that. <laughs> now, this one, it's got to be an injury because I it has to be with all the likes. And I mean, to me, it sounded kind of mean, but it's got to be in good spirit. Uh, Zach Beardman wants to know. Uh, whether you're truly sorry for all the terrible things you've done in your life and how do you sleep at night? Um, yeah, I truly am sorry for all the things that I've done. Well, so what is the story behind that? What have you done? No, I mean, me and Zach, again, um, played a lot of hockey together, um, went away on one or two trips. Um, again, back in my probably younger days, I, I did some dumb things um, and it wasn't until... I realized how dumb they were and I got a bit older, um, had a bit of a family and I thought, man, I need to grow up. <laughs> it's, I think that happens with everyone in their early 20s, man. I did some fucking dumb shit myself. Um, keeping with the Beardmans, uh, Chris uh, wants to know, he, well, he says, 
you've been such an inspiration to many, both off, you know, in ice and inline hockey as well. Uh, your development as a player and a leader has come from your dedication and attitude, from his family, and from his, you know, your love of the sport. Uh, playing and coaching at the highest level for New Zealand. Um, what they really want to know is, uh, do you actually realize how many players um, do respect what you've what you've brought to both uh, inline and ice hockey? Um, no, not at all. I mean, I I can imagine there's quite a few players would wouldn't even know who I am type of thing. Um, you know, there are times where you catch up with a lot of older players and we, um, you know, we talk about the coaching or playing. Um, I, I do catch up with um, even some of the older players and they'll talk about when they first, you know, they started playing and all they remember is this cheeky little married kid, um, you know, on the rink, either um, taking the, the crap out of someone verbally or something like that and, re and realizing like, who is this kid? Um, you know, um, I, I do, as I said, I do now kind of hold myself in a little bit more respectful way. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, a lot of people know if there was a few things on a couple of trips, they'll be just shaking their head and, and realizing how did he, why did he do that? Or how is he even still in the position he is? <laughs> how is he becoming a cop? Um, quick one here. Wanamaker wants to know, where is your Swarm Tramp stamp that you promised? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to get that eventually. Um, it was one of those promises. Again, uh, first year I come back to the Swarm, I think it was like first or second practice in, uh, in the changing room. I stood up and said, if we win this year, um, I'll get a Tramp stamp of the Swarm logo on my lower back, or everyone knows what a Tramp stamp is. Um, yeah, I haven't got there yet. Um, I never set a time frame. I don't believe, and um, I hope to 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 get it someday. <laughs> I mean, there's another thing we have to set up <laughs> and, and and have uh, Wani there in person to make sure it happens. Uh, Lee Patton wants to know what would you tell a junior, uh, like a junior player, about what it takes to be a successful hockey player. Um, oh, you know, in the long run, um, you know, not many people either get to make it. To, to national level, um, like playing internationally and things like that. Just got to realise it's a game. Um, you know, there were times when I was younger and I, um, yeah, I was upset. I was down on myself. Why did we do that? Why didn't we do that? Um, you know, I now look back um, and I, you know, some of the heartache I could have just avoided if I realised it was just a game, sat down. Um, I enjoyed it. I loved playing hockey, loved the friendships I made, um, or have made um, these guys that you know I still keep in contact now. We've been to weddings um, together. You know, since we've all had kids, we share those memories as well. Um, yeah, it's just about loving the game. You just got to love the game. And when I was um, in my latter years, when I I used to write some of my wrists, and I used to I used to have just say I love, and it would be like I love hockey, I love shooting, I love passing, I you know love my mates, and that's that's what um, was the best thing about say, playing hockey and even being the Ice Blacks. And uh, speaking of, you know, loving the Ice Blacks and everything, there was a bit of a groundswell of support at the grassroots, uh, grassroots level, I should say, um, to get you into this Ice Hockey Classic. And uh, the term G-Mote came up, which I assume stands for greatest Moldy of all time. Yeah. Oh, I, again, it's one of those things that we um, we have a bit of laugh at, um, a bit of a laugh at. Um, you know, there's... Probably I could probably count how many multi players there are actually in, in line and ice hockey, and um, 
am I the greatest? Probably not. <laughs> but it's um, it's something we all kind of crack up laughing about. And I mean, it's probably just a big self-promotion, to be honest. <laughs> I like it. Maybe one day in the Hockey Hall of Fame, you'll see G-Mote. Um, last one uh, from Sol Gent. Where did the nickname Brown Bear come from? Um, okay, so I uh, played inline hockey for New Zealand a number of years after I stopped playing ice hockey, and I actually have a tattoo of a bear playing hockey on my stomach. Um, so... Um, the coach at the time, uh, probably one of my better coaches I've had, um, Dave Hammond, um, he just started calling me Brown Bear. I was brown and I had a bear stuck on my, <laughs> on my, on my stomach. So that's how it come. It's, um, again, it's one of those things that was only in um, inline hockey circles and I still get called it every so often. It's true what they say about hockey nicknames. They're not very creative. Uh, <laughs> they're usually not much. I mean, that is the, for a hockey nickname, that is actually quite a good story. But yeah, even so, Brown Bear, I like that. Uh, but yeah, we should probably wrap this up because um, we got a bit of, bit of stuff to do for the Ice Hockey Classic. But thanks for coming on, uh, Corey, and uh, myself, and I'm sure a lot of the uh, New Zealand ice hockey community are really excited to see you back out there. Yeah, I, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to playing in Wellington. Looking forward to playing in front of friends, playing in front of families. I mean, I've got two kids now that never ever got to see me play hockey and uh, my wife who only just kind of came on board when I would finished up. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that and, and the fact that we're playing inside um, the stadium, oh, it's even, it's even better. Puck Yeah, it's New Zealand's hockey podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud or with your favourite podcast app for the latest episodes. Follow the team on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Puckyear Podcast. And for your fix of hockey news, go to puckyear.nz.